Foreign instruction is due to be on these meetings that night. And then after we uh, did that, just sat there in silence uh, for five minutes, while they started around and do things, and this fellow say this and this and that thing, and whoever happened to have the most, we found the point and said, well, it's you. So he got up there and, uh, and just charged the meeting and uh, went ahead. And we didn't know until got there who was going to do it, and that wouldn't be a bad idea to try out, in my opinion, every once in a while here. It'll help, fella. It might uh, mess him up a little bit for a minute or two and get out, but we'll get over it, and uh, I used to say when I started out that if no one was helped in the meeting except me, and uh, well, I certainly know who I would be by leaving the meeting, it would help me. And uh, this idea of uh, these fine teachers and good teachers and so forth and called in. I, I, I never have been and too much in favor of that uh, because I've seen some mighty good fellas uh, take a licking on account of the fact that I'm very positive that, uh, that I, that they were in demand quite a bit as teachers, uh, sort of began to go through, <coughs> up here to the top of their head a little bit and they got a little proud of it. And, uh, thank you, I watched two or three of them, and I was sort of wondering if that wasn't happening, and, uh, one or two of them was certainly happening. Well, that was bad them. Uh, now that might not have had anything to do with it, but they did fall off, and just a bit, and I sort of wondered. It's, uh, it's a little, now I'm not saying what I got up to say. Uh, but it's just a little hard, you know. Uh, I, I, I was lucky. I've been lucky all the way through, eh? That's, that's helped me on an awful lot. Uh, I never could uh, feel uh, particularly uh, complimented by the reason of the fact that they asked me because they happened to ask me just because I happened to be uh, the first man person that Dawsonville worked on and was successful with. I'm very positive that's the reason they asked me rather than uh, what I happened to say. Well, uh, I had no control over the fact that they happened to be the ones that, uh, that I happened to be the ones that they picked up first, so I never could I feel that way about it, and uh, that's been, been, been a help for me, and, but I remember one time, I came in there and at home, and I'd been to a meeting, and, you know, I think for the meeting, you know, something gets so wrong with these meetings, you know, hardly up to and um uh, and I was just watching the matter. What's wrong? Ain't things happening or something? I just wasn't. I was rather low about how he was going. And uh, so uh, I picked up a little book there and opened it like this. And, uh, I just saw it laying there. It was my wife's night. I know how to look at it. But I picked it up that night and pulled it open. Just a matter of luck. I never looked. Pulled it open and I started to read. And, uh, well, I haven't even looked at the heading. I don't know yet what the heading of the article was, but the part I read was, uh, I'm going to tell you this, but it actually happened. Uh, the fellow said he went over to his neighbors and, uh, the fellow insisted on showing him about an hour or better of, uh, pictures, moving pictures that he'd taken of he and his family around the house. Well, the man said, I have seen day after day around. I was doing those same things and I've seen those old bushes. And Sam said it really wasn't very interesting. It was rather boring to me because Sam looked so attentive. And as it was always, it was natural to be polite. I had to say something. Said they had a little eight-year-old girl. Said I looked over at her. And I said, well, what part of the picture did you like the best? What said the part? I was, of course, I was in a course. Well, I did. And that's still in my mind. I'm thinking that. 
Well, he's had the same trouble as that in a half year, and then he got drunk and took him about 15 months and just sold him back. Well, that was true. And I knew it. He's been sober, see? Uh, uh, and he admitted that he said I was a terribly intolerant son of a gun. He said I just didn't have no damn need for these fellows to come into AA and then quit. I just couldn't be intolerant. Well, I thank goodness I never had that far in the spirit. When he comes around and tells me, he said, hey, he said, I had a slip. I said, he just went out and got drunk. Just exactly the same way I did a hundred times. That's right. You, I didn't. I went out and did it. Now, that's just what you did. No, you didn't know anything else. You saw right over again. Uh, of course, uh, maybe hey, it would look better to the outside world if we uh, say we'd have a buried fellow that came around and and, uh, said he belonged to me. I don't know how in the world he belonged to me. And there wasn't any drawing or anything like that when, uh, when I came in. And, uh, now I ran around there and talked to you. It was, did I mention a while ago? It was 16 years ago, about the 26th of June, that I came to Old Grand City Hospital in half and a half. One Thursday morning, that's the only way in the world that I, uh, I knew what particular day it was, uh, I knew it was Wednesday and I went in there, the only way in the world I remember the years and later, uh, that it was Wednesday was that uh, I knew I started on Saturday. And uh, the last time before that, uh, that I had come out of the hospital, I told my wife, I said, for goodness sake, don't let me get this terrible case anymore before I get into the hospital. I said, that's been hell the last few times, I tell you. Uh, see if you can't get me drawn to the hospital. See if you took me about 10, 12 days from the time I took my feet up over there in the hospital, tied down. It took 10 or 12 days. Uh, we covered out round and round like that, in and out. And then the last week I would up there on the third floor in my home, so I was supposed to be out of town. Somebody come in, they wouldn't hear me up there. And, uh, I just laid up there in that bed on the third floor by myself, which was my bedroom, which was on the second. But I'd go up there and hide, and every time I'd wake up, I'd just reach over and get the bottle, take another drink, and go back to sleep. And she sat up for about four or five days a week. Finally, some day, you know, you heard folks talk about, uh, blowing them up, you know, couldn't get them down in the morning, well, I'd throw them up, 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 up like that, but that never made any sexual difference to me, because I knew they might get on the floor, I finally get one that would stay down, Becky. And, uh, but, if you do that, what I talked to you just about doing, you spend about a week, drink, 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 and then last week up there on the floor, just enough noise, just reach over, take the bottle, and go back to sleep. Finally, you wake up someday and look at it, you said, now, you couldn't do anything. You just wouldn't do anything. You fool with that now, wrong. It's going to do anything. Now then, there's all this, and he's there. So, I thought I was going to the whole clock. I didn't go to the hospital only for six weeks, but the last three years, I think, I never got over one without having to call a doctor. Fine, 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 son, when you look at it, you know it isn't going to do any good. You know, the drink isn't going to do any good. You just so full, so talented. You wouldn't think in the box blowing it up, you didn't know it isn't going to do any good. One thing you can try and say it, then you have to do something about it. And, uh, so I told her not to let me get so bad the next time, so I started on Saturday. Now, isn't that odd? I remember just how I took that first time on Saturday. I went home early from the office, thinking that, uh, the space over. And then I got home, got up there to the house, 
and it was during hot and I got down and down. And I wanted to wait for this word, and it was a place over there where they sold only liquor and their wine and uh, no whiskey. And uh, so I fooled, shook, and bothered, fooled around there. I hadn't had a drink, bothered for a couple of weeks then, maybe, at least that long. And, but I was so nervous and I wanted to drink. And I finally sold myself, and I guess, I mean, I, I sold my wife. Well, I don't guess I sold either one of us. I don't know, but I, I tried to tell her all the ideas, but I just went over there and had a full cup, full glass of beer and come back. It was time for dinner and supper with Cousin Charlie, about five o'clock in the afternoon. And it was about time to eat. She had about ready, and I just went over there. And I had a couple of cold bottles of beer, and I was going to have a bath. See, but that when I won't get drunk. Now I know if I'm going to drink a cup of cold bottle of beer, then I'm going to eat right after it, because that's just wasted. That's all right. I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to waste it to eat right after it. But I really thought that that could be done, see? And I guess I, I even told her I'd take the boy, he's about eight or nine years, I'll take the boy along. And I think she'll the fact that I'm going to come back. And, uh, well, I don't guess I made her believe it, but she didn't. Anyhow, it went. And, of course, I ran the clock and come over and got the boy. And took him home. She didn't bother me. Of course, I stayed all night. As soon as he rolled that up, I went looking for a bootleg show. Where the soul of my ass was. And found it. And stayed there and went home sometime the next day. And I told her, for goodness sake, don't let me get that bad anymore. So, somewhere or other, on Wednesday, she coached me in the hospital. And I went into the hospital that evening and I ordered Wednesday. I hadn't been drinking so long. And I wasn't so bad that morning. And so I came through there on Thursday morning, and uh, my mind was fired, sir, because I'd only been trying to get Saturday. And uh, so I looked around, and I realized where I am again. I said, well, do you love me? And you've been here, you've been here over in the people. This makes eight times now, six months. And every time you woke up because you went out of this hospital in the last six months, you went out of here full of economy in your own mind that you wasn't going to get drunk for something like this late month. I don't think I said I was going to quit. But I went out of that fully determined that I wasn't going to be drunk for six late months because I couldn't afford it. I was broke. And it wasn't going to be long until the last boy was going to be on charity, which would be terribly humiliating. And not only that, is it going to be, uh, I was going to have to start, uh, to, uh, panhandling a drink, and boy, that would be hell. I always felt for a panhandling. Because when I wanted to drink, I wanted it. I didn't want to have to go out and try to save somebody. And spend a half an hour trying to get a hold of a drink. I wanted the right thing. And I didn't want to have to, now, now I have to picture myself out down there on the street, trying to get a hold of enough money to go and buy me a drink. And have to make maybe an hour or two when I'm too, I want it like I would like that. And I, I just knew it would just be terrible. But anyhow, I come through there and I said, here you are. And you didn't intend to be here. Time after time, you've been doing this around here. You've been going out here full of time. You weren't going to get drunk anymore for six months. At least for three months. Until you got a little money. And got back a little self of the Uh, I'll on and live the worst people. Show that you can do something about it. What are you going to do about it? And I didn't know. So, I didn't know. And that was all. Right then, the boy comes along and says, sit on this old top, we're going up to town. 
fork down in the basement and would be outside, that just outside the door or not, I don't know. But all those things that bob up there, and I said, I don't know, I, I, I said, I, I just can't, I just can't, I know I won't be able to be that good. I've done a lot of training about and all those little things that come up, and I said, yeah, yeah, Lord, I'll, I'll be that good, sure, I'll, I'll do everything. But I'm a liar, and I know it. Finally, I said, well, there's no use in lying to the Lord, and praying for help, when you know you're lying, if you're not ready to do that thing. So I quit praying, and that's when I sure did. I started sliding in because I didn't have anything to hold on to then, and I suddenly started, started getting the downward big pass. I bet my wife said, I've been, uh, been told a couple of fellas about you drinking. And I just I thought that was funny. That's the way I got aid. That's the way I'm telling you. I wasn't getting all that way. I just started along that line right now. These kind of things that happened to pop in my mind and help me. Next thing she said to me,
งแววสาวนะครับตอนนี้เจ้าโชคเยอะเลยเขาไปมาเอาอะไรกันไปเลยเจ้าไปเลยพ่อแต่เพิ่งไปอีกเรื่องอะไรกันพ่อแต่เอาแต่ไอ้ตอนเป็นเรื่องเพราะวิธีไปฟังยูได้ให้คุยเจ้าตอนไปแล้วนั่นแหละแต่แต่คนที่รู้เลยครับยูก็ไปก็ได้นั่นยูมาติดเชื้อเนี่ยมันน้องตื่นแต่ก็ยังสนใจที่เจ้าอันโอ้ยไปงานอะไรก็ชอบยึดแบบนี้นะครับจะยาก I used to know so much. I used to know so much. I used to know so much. I used to know
to believe that these fellows had something. Here were two fellows I'd never seen or heard tell of. It was full of sinners just like I was. And they were willing to come over there and take their time and talk to me to show me a program whereby I could stay sober and not only would they not charge me anything, but I couldn't pay them if I wanted to. And that was really the first thing that came to me in AA. And I told my wife to come over. And they came over and I could give them this program a long time ago. See, there wasn't any book then, there wasn't any 12 steps, there wasn't any of this other nice good literature we have, some good and some not to do it. And if you have around, and we didn't have any of those things, we just those two fellows there that said they wanted to get sober. And they thought they'd get on a program. And whereby they could stay sober, and the part of that program was that they had to bring it up to me. And I thought he forgot that last thing, because they, they, they told me that was part of the program, that they had to bring things to me. And here was the program. That's any no twelve steps. No, no, I, the twelve steps are all right. They're fine. And, uh, but I learned it the other way. They told me that I had to really want to quit. Uh, they said, if you don't want to quit, well, that's your purpose. Just go ahead and get drunk. That's all right. We're not sticking with it. Uh, we want to stay sober. And to stay sober, we got to read and have a program. And to stay sober, we think we have to take that program from somebody else. Now, if you want to go out and get drunk, just sit and lie down in this hospital like this, well, all right. Right on out. We won't argue with you. That's your free better. Well, I don't think that's all about this thing. All these other folks want to plead with me now. And they said, if you want to get drunk, okay, get drunk. But they said, we, we, we want to quit. And we'd like you, you quit. But we'll leave it to you. Do you want to quit? And, uh, and they asked me, said, do you think you can quit by yourself? Well, Now, I know I'm going to do something about it. Now, I'm going to lie down on the bottom. I just step alone in the family. 